On this episode of the podcast, Lance got you a Valentine's gift for two, and it's homemade web fluid for you. <laughs> Welcome to my party. We're just getting started. A life is a dream. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Lance. Hey, how's it going? Another week. Look at us back to back weeks, huh? I know, dude. We're a little uh this is what they call a streak. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they call consistency. <laughs> oh man, we're on a winning streak, bro. Oh yeah. Um yeah, man. How was your week? Oh crazy. You have some uh, good Super Bowl munchies? Not really. Super Bowl's kind of lame. Yeah. I'm just glad the Niners lost. I'm not. I wanted the Niners to win. The game sucked till about like the last five minutes in the fourth quarter and then overtime. Yeah. Yeah. But, it started um, to get good. But I am not a Niners fan. Never will be a Niners fan. I will always root against them. Them and the Cowboys. Sorry, man. It is what it is. No, uh, no hate either, but I just tired. Of, I'm just tired of seeing the chiefs as champions and in today's modern NFL with how good these teams are. In my opinion, we should never see the same team winning the championship back to back. season. Well, well, especially, I mean, it... especially when the chiefs were garbage for most of the season and he lost to the lions. They lost to the Packers. They had some Big pivotal losses, and somehow they still make it to the the Super Bowl and just dog walk through the playoffs. I, I mean, it's it's. I mean, as long as you get to the playoffs, dude, the regular season doesn't matter once you're in the playoffs. You know, I mean, it matters for the teams that well, don't get in the playoffs. But once you're in the playoffs, dude, it's a new season, right? And I just like uh, how you hit you hit your streak at the right time. You watch it all go through just the Packers being up on the 49ers and choking, the Lions being up on the 49ers and choking, then the 49ers being up on the Chiefs, and then they choke. Like, it's just. Well, it was know. closer than than that. And I think, um, you know, the 49ers suffered some, uh, the, some injuries in the middle of the game that I think affected their team. Um and you know, dude, just don't off your own time, own sideline. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like that affected them. And dude, I, I'll never bet against Patrick Mahomes, man. I'll never get man. bet against him. But I don't know, man. I, I, you were saying about the dynasty or about consecutive seasons or whatever. We haven't had one since what? Oh four. Since the Patriots, but still, I don't. I, I just feel like. In today's NFL, with how strong these teams are, we shouldn't have that. Yeah, I mean, but you put one of the greatest coaches of all time and who could be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and Patrick Mahomes. One of the greatest. Together. See, I don't <clears throat> I don't like that Andy Reid being considered one of the greatest coaches of all time since he couldn't get over the hump until he got to uh, Kansas City. Nor could got, Bill Belichick. He, he got one Super Bowl appearance with Philadelphia when they had T.O. on the team, and he 
they got rolled. Yeah, but neither, Bill Belichick got fired from the Browns, dude. Yeah, but he turned the Patriots around. I, I just don't and know. Then I don't Tom know. Brady leaves, and he hasn't had success since. Yeah, Andy Reid is. He probably deserves it, but I just don't want to call him that because he should have done it with the Eagles. I didn't say the greatest. I said one of the greatest. No, I know. Yeah, I, no. I think if you look at it, right, so he had some success in – in philadelphia i yeah, mean yes they he, never got over that hump but out of all the seasons there and multiple nfc championships he could only make it to the super bowl once with philly but what did bill belichick do without tom brady jack shit well that's and, and bill belichick's considered one of if not the greatest coach of all time which i think he was just blessed with a generational quarterback because he hasn't been able he hasn't been able to replicate it and he wasn't able to do it prior. Well, Andy Reid's had success on two teams. You could argue that the Philadelphia's even though it didn't end in a trophy, he had successful seasons there. I don't know. I think his heir apparent to Tom Brady was Garoppolo and since they traded him away, and then he saw Garoppolo getting injured constantly and they, they never brought him back. I don't know. It's Well, Garoppolo it is got what it is. Garoppolo just got suspended two games today and and the Raiders are going to release him. So yeah, for Peds, first player in history to take performing enhancing drugs and get worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe he took performance dehancing drugs. Maybe. <laughs> no, I I enjoyed the Super Bowl, man. I went to Max's house. He had a little thing with his wife's family. And uh in halftime I went to my sister's house who lives down the street and uh watched it with my family and it was good man like um when you don't have skin in the game and you don't care so much about the outcome it's just about being together with family i guess yeah, i mean again boring i was i was happy that the chiefs won because i i absolutely disdain the 49ers and you know you could argue that kyle shanahan is having an experience of what andy reed had and in new in philadelphia gets there can't get over the hump well i don't know what kyle shanahan he beat himself by yeah. taking the ball first in overtime yeah but yeah well that's just know the new. rules how could you be in the nfl and not know the overtime rules Anytime. Well, I think it's dumb. I think there should be only one thing that ends the game in overtime, and that's the clock. Nah. I mean, why the hell do you have a clock? Just if both teams are death. if both but it's not sudden death because both teams have an opportunity to hold the ball. So it's not well sudden that was death. the first, that's only in the playoffs. Like any other time it's sudden death. You score yeah, or if which the that makes sense. Time runs out, it's when you're playing for a championship, that's it's different, but it should be the timer. It should be the timer. I mean, if you know, it makes it more exciting when you know that you have to hold and stop a touchdown. Otherwise you lose. You don't have to, you can't just play cautiously or, you know, carelessly because you can wait out the clock. But the second team to possess the ball doesn't have the onus. You, of stopping you really want to watch that. You really want it to be the clock, so you get an over team and then overtime and just watch one team just absolutely tank and then them put up like 
three touchdowns, uh, get, put like three touchdowns on them. No, you want to just watch it score once and be over mm. with. No, I much rather watch the three touchdowns. No way, you're crazy. You say that now until it happened to the Cardinals once, and they just die in the overtime and just get put four touchdowns. But put up didn't on them. it be like? Didn't the it used to be already? Didn't it used to be the timer? Stop the bleeding. No, for the longest time it was a field goal and won it. So you could oh, that's go right. to overtime and kick a field goal and win it. And that's when they added the two team possession or whatever you well, want to call that. Well, they added the, then they went to the touchdown that a field goal can't win it. But if you score a touchdown, it does. And then they changed the rule for the, the rule for the playoffs because of the Bills Chiefs uh, game a few years ago where yeah Bills never went got overtime the... and the the Chiefs scored right away and the Bills never even got a chance to touch the ball. So just just let it go for the clock, dude. It's the last game of the year, so I know the argument for a long time was like, oh, but if they're on the field for that long, then it exposes them to injury risk and all this. Just let the clock run it out, dude. No team can hold. How long's a how long's a a period? Fourteen minutes. Yeah, fifteen minutes or a quarter, I guess. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. No team can hold the ball for fifteen minutes. Both teams are going to get possession more than once, more than likely. Mm, and depends. if you've gotten to overtime, if you've gotten overtime, then your bloodbath comment doesn't doesn't really. It's kind of a moot point because you guys were beating up on each other the whole way there. Yeah, but now you're overtime. starting like a whole another game over with, and you want them to play a whole another quarter. Well, how much time was left in that quarter? Gonna, there was only like two minutes. No, there was less than two. Yeah, well, so it was like so, two minutes left when they won the game. So I think you're just proving my argument. Two minutes really. left. Let it let it go for two minutes. Give the Niners another chance. Nah, I just Kyle Shanahan though annoys me. They haven't. That whole fourth quarter, they were not able to stop the Chiefs. And then they just marched down the field. And was it a field goal to tie the game? There's a lot of, there was a lot, yes, there's a lot of clock fuckery, though. Like, people are pointed out on online. Like, I'm not a big conspiracy theory of the NFL's rigged and all that. But there's a lot of clock fuckery that you can watch online where people are showing the clock. And it says, like, a minute nine. And then all of a sudden... They show a different graphic. It comes back, and then it says a minute ten. Like they're adding time to the clock for the Chiefs to move down the field, and uh, and there's like one where they're not even close to the first down, but they still. And it was, uh, what was it? It was like third and ten, or I don't third and, third and one or something like that. And then it switched to first and ten. Like they just gave them the first down. So there was a yeah. lot of like clock fuckery that you can find people actually like pointing it out with video online and stuff. As a Cardinals fan, I've chosen a long time ago not to get into the conspiracy stuff well, because because uh you know, my my team is the oldest team in the league and never won a championship and I still love them, but once you start going down that road, then it it's just going to ruin the sport for me. So I'm just like I'm not even going to go into that road. All I'm saying is the Kansas chief offense was just on the field, tied the game. And rather than making the offense go back out there and score again. So that, so without break, right. They have to be on the field again after just scoring 
I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Now you could argue maybe he was trying to give his defense rest, but I think those guys were gassed, dude. I think all he had to do is just elect to kick the ball and it would have been fine. I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, and plus he, they played he, like, they played like dog shit in that fourth quarter. The, the Niners did. So why did he have faith in his offense? To all they had with? to do was kick the ball off to the chiefs, stop the chiefs for a field goal. And then they had to either score or get a field goal to win it. Well, not to win no. it. A field goal wouldn't have won it. If they no, stopped the Chiefs for, yeah, if they, if yeah, they stopped the Chiefs for a field, goal. And a field goal to tie it, yeah, and I think that he just put too much faith in his in his defense for that, um, to be able to stop the Chiefs because I don't know, I just wouldn't have put my defense out there to open overtime. Man. But speaking of the Super Bowl, though, other than the game, if you weren't there for the big game or Usher's awful halftime performance. You got to see a trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine. Which is funny, dude, because the day before a title card leaked and the, it said the movie was going to be called Deadpool and Friend. Did you see that? No. Same font. The logo looks identical. I think it was a plant. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it was a plant by Marvel to kind of... No, because Disney and Marvel wouldn't just... Uh accidentally leak anything right yeah that's what i'm saying it wouldn't be accidentally leaked so it was deadpool and friend and it's like oh look even in the title deadpool's getting his his um digs in at wolverine by not even naming him right it was like the same writing but it just said friend and it's just too similar to the same writing to be coincidental friend i don't know i think the trailer looks fucking awesome i do too it's did you notice the suits a bit brighter though uh no you didn't know that notice that mm -mm. it's it's definitely brighter and less leathery looking i guess you could say than the previous two movies the previous two movies it was like like a lot of like it looked like um padding right like like armor almost and in this one it's very much more leotard you think so let's see oh yeah i'm not the only one i'm not the only one to have noticed that too my my sister who's not even a huge fan of marvel movies said hey he looks he looks brighter yeah i'm looking at i'm looking at a picture right now deadpool and wolverine and he doesn't have like it's just less tactical it looks like yeah Yeah, I can see it. So, in my mind, because we're kind of seeing the same thing with Deadpool a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, here he is. This is... Um, and for people that are listening to the podcast, they're not going to be able to see this. But this is um, either Deadpool 1 or 2. And you can see he has all the shoulder padding and the buckles and that's stuff. That's one, I believe. Is that one? Oh, no, that's two. He's standing on the billboard. He's right. looking up at uh, Peter as he's. At oh, Sugar that's Bear. right. That's right. Fly, Sugar Bear, fly. Doesn't he say yeah. something to that effect? 
And then this is the new movie. Very less shoulder padding, not as much buckles and straps, and it is definitely brighter. Yeah. And the In eyes fact, look less the eyes look less like plates. Right. It looks more like a like a fabric mask. But what's funny is Wolverine's suit looks more tactical in the same vein as Deadpool one and two. There's breast, there's a breastplate on him. He's got more padding and stuff, but this looks very much leotard. Yeah. Huh. I noticed something that Matt didn't. I'm proud of myself, guys. <laughs> it's not every day. Usually I'm the one being schooled. <laughs> but lots of hidden uh, Easter eggs in the trailer. You get yes. your first potential look at Patch at Madripool. Uh, it's not your first trip to Madripool because you got to see that in Falcon Winter Soldier, but uh, Madripool, um, all of the Easter eggs that are in it. Was there a Star Wars reference? Uh, I don't think I so. I read somewhere online there was a Star Wars reference, and I've yet to go back and watch the trailer to see if I can spot it. Uh, I haven't noticed it. I definitely like the uh, <coughs> the pegging. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. And we definitely know from the movie trailer that it's heavily going to tie into Loki. In some so, capacity. Um, did you know that that shot in the elevator when he's doing the splits and coming up is actually a nod to a fan of his who was, uh, I think it was a sick kid or a person with cancer or something like that who made a video in a Deadpool suit doing the splits. Oh, really? So that that is like an, a, not, a node to that person. That's cool. Ryan Reynolds always thinks of shit like that, I think, though. I think his suit changes, though, because if you look... No, it's... Look, here's a, here's a higher quality photo. Oh, it's like super... God damn it hate that shit i i think his suit changes from one to two but are you saying that changes in the middle of the movie of three yeah in the trailer so maybe there's some explanation maybe he goes to a costume shop and gets a new well no i think his suit changes from when from when he's like gearing up because look like can you see my screen yeah, that's that's the one that I showed you. Yeah, but it's still very much like rubberized like a ball. Like you can see all like the dots and stuff. It looks like the same type of suit. Doesn't look quite leotardy. He's got the breastplates. Yeah, but it, it's definitely brighter. It is definitely brighter, yes. But like the eye plates don't look quite as go to uh go like to that plates. picture below there. The one with his hands over his face. Well, like, so if you look, go back to the one you're looking at, like, these look more like plates. If you look like Deadpool 2, even. I'm trying to find, like, a Deadpool 2. Well, that is Deadpool 2. Mm, oh, yeah. I was trying to look for a different photo, though. Yeah, it is definitely brighter. Yeah, the... the And I feel like the eye plates i guess you would call them 
I feel like they protrude more from the mass. Like there's there's more of a depth there than than in the new trailer. It feels very um uh seamless almost. Yeah. But super excited for Deadpool to 2. John Cena there. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool 2 has the uh speculation community going crazy right now for books. Deadpool um, 3. I'm sorry, Deadpool 3, yes. My bad. Um, but you also this week we got our announcement for the cast of Fantastic Four on Valentine's Day. Do you have that something image? that we expected to come back at San Diego Comic Con last year before the writers and actors strike? So why don't you tell us who our Fantastic Four cast? Uh, is. So it's uh, Ebon Ebon Moss Bachrock. Is that how you say it? Backrack, Backrack. That doesn't sound right. Bachrach, Bachrach from the bear on uh, <laughs> FX. He is playing Ben Grimm, right? FX then you, Hulu. Then you've got uh, our friend from Stranger Things, Eddie. What's the actor's name? Um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember it either. Well, you got Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic, and um. I almost said Jodie Foster. Joseph Quinn. <laughs> Joseph Quinn. I almost said Jodie Foster. As, as if it's, it's not Jodie Foster. What's her name? Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby. Why was I thinking Jodie Foster? Was Vanessa Kirby the one in in um, Free Guy? Negative. She was in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. She was in Mission Impossible. Uh, she's... Uh, she's is she's she, in Mission, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Is she Statham's sister in Hobbs and Shaw? Is that right? Um, Isn't she related, she, like, in the movie, the actress? Uh, I don't know. She plays uh, Hattie or Hattie? Hattie Shaw, I think. Is it Hattie Shaw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's the yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like the CIA person. Yeah, so I like her. I liked her in Hobbs and Shaw. I thought she was one of the bright spots. Um, I like that they include. So you've got the thing in this picture, and they include the picture of Ben Grimm in the back. Yeah, in his astronaut suit, that was cool. Is there any other Easter eggs in here besides uh our friendly robot Herbie? Not really. I mean, other than, I think this whole thing is supposed to be a nod, a nod to, like, the time frame that this movie is supposed to take place. Yeah, we talked about it briefly, and and if you had a, if you had a wider image, we'd be able to to see the, uh, the logo there, um, very nineteen fifties. And the pinks um, and blues are very 1950s. I'm starting to think 50s, 60s now. Well, yeah, 50s, 60s. I mean, just because of the um, magazine cover right here. Like, there, that's an, a nod to an actual, I want to say, Life magazine or something like that, that has that same picture on it. Okay. But um, that came out in the 60s. But here's what Lance is referring to the text yeah the marvel studios uh logo that well but yeah the marvel studios logo in particular 
is very 1950s-esque, um, mm. kind of like diners. And it reminds me of diners and uh, bowling alleys. Um, and the pinks and blues, pink specifically in the 1950s was was used a lot in diners and stuff like that. But I mean, it's cool. We'll we'll see how it works. I mean, their suits, you can tell that it's a different time period because their their suits are very much I mean Pedro Pascal looks like he's got borderline a turtleneck on. Kinda, yeah. And you got the the um flight suit, it looks like for Johnny Storm. It looks like it could be some sort of flight suit or mechanic um jumper. And then um, you've got the polo with the with the sweater for for Ben. There, there's something red on his pants. What is that? What? Oh, it's confetti. It's confetti. Like yeah, I just noticed it everywhere else. But I don't the, say it's a polo. It's more like a windbreaker. It's a it's a polo with a cardigan over it. No, it's it looks more like a jacket. This is the way it like buttons up. Oh, but... it could be like a varsity jacket. You see the sleeves, like yeah. the cuff, the cuff of the sleeves. Yeah, it looks like a varsity jacket almost. It, I could see that, but I don't know. It's it's cool. So the the they announced July twenty fifth, twenty twenty five. Was that yeah. is that sound right? Mm -hmm. July twenty fifth. Yep. So. It's cool. I, I don't understand why it took so long to announce it, announce the cast, because all of these actors have been heavily teased or for rumored months. on for, for months. months and months. And, you know, I understand that they couldn't announce anything during the strikes, right? Um, but the strikes were over months ago. So why so long? Probably, I'm going to say... That had to do with the, probably the strikes and then getting a writer, the director, and then you're going to have to, um, you know, they probably had to pen a script because these actors are going to want to see a script before they sign on to it. Um, then probably negotiations of contracts and they want to make sure that they're all broad stocked and locked to go before they announce the actual cast. Um, like yeah. I said, this is nothing new. This is nothing surprising. Like, this is a cast that has been that Pedro Pasquale's been locked in for a while. The flip flop yeah. has been Sue Storm. It was the chick from Free Guy or the one that they cast here. I think that they should have went with the chick from Free Guy, but I'm gonna, you know, reserve judgment till I see the movie. Well, they probably did screen testing because I bet you Pedro was one of the first to sign on. Um, and they probably screen tested Pedro Pascal with those two actresses. He might have more chemistry with this one. Marvel's pretty good about finding chemistry between their actors. Well, and you got to remember too. go back. I, they originally cast Adam driver and Adam driver had issues with the script. And so he didn't want to do the movie. So he backed out. Yeah. I also think that there's more than just script reasons for backing out. I don't think he hasn't spoken too glowingly about his time on Star Wars. And I wonder if he there was a little bit of hesitancy to join another big franchise maker. You know what I mean? Um, 
so I think multiple things played into it. Script, franchise. Um, I mean, Tom Holland just signed a new contract for Spider-Man. It's like six movies. It's a big, it's a big um when did that happen? Commitment. Well, I read I about it not, yesterday, I but I thought it was a couple any, months ago. Three Spider-Man three Spider-Man movies, two Avengers movies, and a cameo. That's six. I have not, yeah, because I have not heard any. I, I saw that on Twitter. Maybe it's bullshit. It's very, very, may likely be bullshit because Lord knows there's a lot of bullshit on the internet. But uh, it was my understanding that he signed on for mo more movies. Yeah, there's nothing here about. Um, nothing here about that. Yeah, so maybe it's all wishful thinking. Somebody on Sony putting out some bullshit trying to get Tom Holland. Because Tom Holland, the one thing I re I'm reading now is that uh, Holland said his plans for Spider-Man 4 remain in flux. And this was November 2021. No. That's when Amy Pascal talked. I don't know. He may have or he may have not signed on for more Spider-Man. I Probably think, not. I mean, well, I'm, I think I'm, there's Spider-Man Four is definitely well in the works. Um, and he, I think he would be stupid not to sign on for it. But I don't know. I think we're gonna get Tom Holland, or uh, I think we're gonna get Tobey Maguire again. I don't, I don't. You don't think that's gonna happen for Secret Wars? No. I thought you were the one that came, like, told me that. So the rumor was that in Deadpool, he's going to supposed to be searching out variants of heroes from each dimension, the best variant to put together a team for Battle World for Secret Wars. But okay. Sony, in doing so, we're gonna get we'll get into it when we review our, do our Madam Web review here in a minute. But Sony has there there was a rumor going around that. Originally, all of the the stuff with Spider-Man and Madam Web, it was Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was the Spider-Man that they had in mind when they were writing Madam Web. Well, Sony wanted to move forward. Andrew Garfield then said, no, never mind. Tom Holland's our Spider-Man. We're going to keep rolling with Tom Holland. So that's why all of the references to Spider-Man get scrubbed from Madam Web. Well, there's one thing with Madam Web that makes me, because originally I thought that, and my, my sister went, we didn't go together, but she was in the movie theater with her husband. So we talked about it after and, and she was saying, but it wouldn't make sense. That it was Andrew Garfield because the time that, the baby was born in Madam Web was 2003. Well, because Madam Web had a had a big uh, issue with with time. Yeah, and we'll get more into that in a in a moment. But if the 2003 stands to reason, 
in no way home it was supposed to be 2020 or 2021 what what year was it well no way home should be taking place in 2025 or 2024 2025 thanks to the blip okay so 2024 2025 Andrew Garfield in that movie says that he's been, it's been years since Gwen Stacy passed away and that he was like holding back his, or no longer holding back his punches. He kind of alludes that he's been doing it for quite a while, not nearly as long as Toby, Spider Man, but the timing doesn't equal out by. Right. And, but that's, that's the fault of the writers. I'm, they they have all but already confirmed that Andrew Garfield was the Spider-Man that this universe was going to be talking about, but Sony has since backtracked and said no, Tom Holland is our Spider-Man, and that's why they scrubbed all references to him. And plus, the timeline was the Madam Web writers messed up the timeline for that because they which, Sony fully intended on having Andrew Garfield being their Spider-Man. Which drives me nuts because just another, you and I spoke on the phone earlier uh, before you saw the movie. And don't be lying to people. Don't be telling people that make them think I talk to you outside of this show. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> uh, and you were, t- and, and I was, you and I were both, I forget who said it, but um, something to the fact of, Sony's not going to come out with a good Marvel movie until they get writers that understand and love the comics. Was it you that said that? Yeah. And well, until they get writers that do there's, there's a big thing online right now of interviews of writers who've written these superhero movies and they were asked, so did you read the source material? And all of them are like, no, we weren't given source material. Read. We were told not to read the source material. We were told to avoid the comics and write our own version and yada, yada, yada. So there's no wonder why these comic book movies are are starting to be so far off. Yeah, and, and Madam Web, that, you know, I walked in that movie thinking I understood the character and it made me second guess everything I thought I knew. <laughs> so are we going to get into talking about Madam Web now? We might as well, since we started getting right. to the Spider-Man talk. We don't have anything else to say about Fantastic Four. Not really. There's not much to say. Well, one picture. Before we could, before we could tell you that, let's talk about X Men '97. Did you see the trailer for X Men '97? I did. I did. It made me want to go rewatch the old ones. What did they do to Rogue's booty? She went from, she went from having a, uh, a lot of uh, junk in the trunk to it's a long ass day. Really? Yeah. They killed Rogue's booty. Not typically uh, searching out cartoon characters' booty, so I did well, not. Well, I mean, that. you can't miss that Rogue booty, son. Luscious Rogue booty. I don't. It was cool after all these years, though. Like hearing those voices again, it's like, meh. It's really just like one of more of those. Like, it's it's scary. It's almost like one more of those like sacred things oh yeah look at that fuck up. that's my biggest fear is like i said it's one more of those things from our childhood that they can fuck up the creators reduced how prominent rogue's plot was in the animated series and their, their plot it means but yeah their thang her thangy thang thang um not a fan of storm's mohawk no 
why did they change her up so much? And um, I get that they're trying to keep the animation style the same, but it looked a little too... Um, fan art to me does that make sense like yeah. i don't know what it is there's like i'm looking at this image of cyclops with uh the the scene where he says these are my x-men or he says something to that effect and there's it something about like, um, it it almost gives me like what if art style vibes but what if like there's like there's a hyper realism to what if there's no realism to this. I mean, look at Cyclops hair. There's just a few lines in it. Like it's very cartoony. What if there's, what if reminds me of, um, I think too, that it's, little, it, it's that it's a lot brighter and cleaner. Yeah. It would have been nice if they, if they added some like film grain over it or something, but look at, look at Cyclops suit here. This is what I remember. Like it was so much shadowing, right? Yeah. And if you go back to the image, where is it? Look at that rogue booty in that photo right there. Good. Night. I literally, I literally <laughs> typed in, I literally typed in rogues booty X Men ninety seven. <laughs> now I'm talking about the one down. Oh on yes, the third row down. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Good God, she's smuggling here's, yoga balls. Here's that image of the difference yeah. here. Um, but a lot more blue in his suit. Then I remember yeah. there was a lot more, a lot more black before. Um, I don't know. It's it's it could have added some film grain or or something to make it look. I mean, they they invoke the ninety seven in the title, right? X Men ninety seven. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go the full Monty like what Zack Snyder did, where he shrunk the screen down to a, you know four three aspect ratio or whatever it was and and utilized only 20 percent of my television but and make it black and white but you could have added something to make it look to not make the transition from the last season of the original series to this season look so jarring yeah because because the trailer looks like a fan did it i'm not a huge fan of of the artwork the only way i can get back to that image oh let's just type in x-men 97 and see what comes up well and it's interesting the they went from the death of charles xavier to then at the end of the trailer they have magneto like scott says to me my x-men and then you cut to magneto standing in xavier's office and he's like this is the last will and testament of charles xavier he's like everything that was his is now mine so I'm excited for it. I'm going to wait and hold judgment till I watch it. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I am too. Um, I don't know. There was just something like that style is just so iconic and I'm trying to find a old image here. And like, but look at this. This looks like something. I don't know. It looks less realistic than the original series. My recollection of X-Men, the animated series, is like in its purest form. And I don't want to mess that up by going and rewatching it and being like, God, this sucks now, you know? Oh, no, I watched it a couple when this was first announced. I started watching it and um, 
it's good dude as far as animated um shows for children are concerned i i still think it holds up but um but uh i don't know i'm looking at this image here and just i don't know what it is man it it looked is this the old one yeah i don't know there was just something about it that just it looked previously on (laughs) x-men i don't know i can't place it but something something's off i think it's just too clean maybe it's just me but when you hear wolverine's voice always hear it later you're like god it just doesn't fit him anymore well, I, I think that that guy's like in his late 60s now, isn't he? We've had so many like iterations of Wolverine since the animated series came out that like it just doesn't even sound. It just doesn't even fit anymore. But. I guess yeah, so. I don't know. I I hope it's good, but I'm not holding my breath. Oh, I think it'll be great. Hopefully. I hope so. It's probably only going to be like 10 episodes, though. Yeah, I think so. Hate that. I fucking hate that more than anything about Disney. The 10-episode bullshit. Hey, at least it's not like Echo and like five episodes. Yeah, but but Echo was actually better than I anticipated. And we talked about it briefly, I think, on this show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. All right, Madam Webb. Let's get back back to Adam Webb. So Adam Webb, huh? Adam Webb. Yep. Madam. Uh, Webb. Give us your synopsis ish of Madam Webb, real quick. So I don't know. That story's so convoluted. I'm going to try my best to do this. <laughs> it starts out with uh, Dakota Johnson, who plays which Madam Webb version is she? Cassandra Webb. Cassandra Cassie, right? They call Cassie her Cassie. Webb. Yeah. Um she is a paramedic. Um she is no, actually it starts off with a bit with a with the history of her mother being in the rainforest somewhere in Peru, I think. And uh she's researching spiders. Whatever. And uh she finds us there's I guess these spider people that live in the jungle that have the powers of spiders, a la Spider-Man. And uh, she's on a hunt to find one of these spiders. She finds one in her partner, who's basically financing the whole trip, I it's guess. Her bodyguard. Is it her bodyguard? Yes. Shoots her and steals Ezekiel the spider. Ezekiel Sims. Shoots her and, and steals the spider um, because he's been looking for it forever. But later, it kind of alludes to the fact that he was the one that sent her there. Mm. So that's why I was confused, because I remember saying something about bodyguard. Yeah, he says, you know, I'm protecting, I'm offering my protection to you. Yeah, and then later when Cassie's reading the book, it alludes to the fact of he's the one that got her mother to go there because she was like the world expert on and, spiders. I mean, he might have been, something. he might have been because he was looking for that, that spider. So he, um, steals a spider, shoots, shoots Cassie's mom in the process. Cassie's mom is then found by the spider people. 
I'm not good at synopsises. You know this. All right. Uh, <laughs> he's shoot, he, uh, the spider people find Cassie's mother, take her to what looks to be like a, what's the what's the pool in Batman where uh, Lazarus Rosal, Pit. Yeah, it reminds me of the Lazarus Pit. Um, and they pull Cassie into this pool, and she or they pull the mother into this pool. She gets bit by a spider, uh, but it does not save her. But those powers are then. Um, transferred to the baby the baby's born and then we we wake up 20 years later and see a you don't learn that till later on in the movie though it's kind of alluded when the spider bites the mother you don't even see the spider bite the mom until later in the movie no you don't you see it in the beginning bites her in the chest no you see see him you see in the movie i'm telling you my wife nudged me in the beginning of the movie is that the spider that built that bit peter parker she asked me uh I don't yes, remember bro. seeing it in the beginning of the movie. I know it does it happens later on. No, you see it in the beginning. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Ultimately, this spider bites the mother of Cassie. And uh you Cassie starts to have visions of the future when you meet her 20 years later, and she doesn't know what the hell. Sa- well, first she's saving something, gets thrown into a river, and that exasperates. She's an EMT future. along with Ben Parker. Yes, Ben Parker, a a la Peter Parker's uncle. And they roll up on a scene of a car accident where the cars hang over the bridge. The guy can't get out. Cassie and Ben help the guy out, but she gets trapped in the car as it falls into the water. And she basically essentially drowns. And as she's drowning, she has visions of the great web. And then as she's brought back to life, after that, she starts having these psychic visions of things that are going to happen before and they're they more happen. than psychic she's like living them yes well the, okay but these visions yeah. of premonitions of the future of the future that what's going to happen moments before it happens and uh she doesn't know how to control it right she doesn't figure out how to control it until the big climax of the movie but uh then we we go over to Ezekiel Sims, right? Why don't you say what happens with Ezekiel Sims when we first meet him? We come back to Ezekiel Sims, who has um, is having nightmares, reoccurring nightmares of three spider women killing him. And as we go on, he meets an NSA agent at the a play, takes her home. They fuck. He poisons her with his venom from his his spider power he can transfer venom uh he poisons her to get this technology essentially the same technology in the dark night where they can use every camera cell phone atm you can go even older than that eagle eye yeah to track (laughs) people's movements and find anybody because he can he has premonitions and knows what they look like but he does not know who they are and we should mention that that is the only time you see the three girls in their spider suits pretty much. Uh, no, you see them at the, I mean, yes, all you do is see them in flashback. You see them a couple times in the spider suit, but for um, a Spider-Man for a spider, Sony spider versus universe, whatever the fuck they're calling it movie. You see very little people in spider suits. Would you say? Yeah. And and to the untrained eye or the untrained viewer, you may think that Ezekiel Sims is actually Spider-Man because his suit is fucking 
it's Spider-Man suit. Eh, kind of, almost. I mean, the eyes are very similar. It's yeah, black with it's, red. It's got piping, a lot of nodes to Spider-Man. Yes, which Spider-Man does not exist yet. Right, he's not even born. So, what fuck did he get that design? Because the Spider People in Peru don't have those costumes. Uh, they kind of do. Like, I think he will, because if you look at them, they've got, like, the black, like, I want to call them vines all over them, where it kind of looks like they're being taken over by Venom symbiote a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they so look like jungle be, people to me. Yeah, it could just be a version of that. um, Or a version of drawings that he's seen. Um, But that sets us in a motion to where Ezekiel Sims is now on a mission to hunt down the three women that he sees in his uh, premonition or premonitions. Um, Julia Carpenter played by Sydney Sweeney. Then you have um, the other, I can't think of the other. Then you have uh, Maddie Franklin. Uh, and I can't remember the third one's name. Dora the Explorer. Uh, Isabella Merced. Yeah, but I can't think of the character she plays. Out of those. Corazona or Carzone. Corazon. Um, who are spider uh, different versions of Spider Woman in the comics. Who was your favorite of the three? None of them. None cool. of them. Okay, Dude. I shouldn't say favorite. Who did the most redeemable job of the three? None of them. You think so? Dude, we're gonna get into this and I'm gonna fucking this movie. The, okay. Before we get into it, anyways, um, that sets Ezekiel Sims off on his mission to try to kill all of them as Madam Web or Cassie tries to save them all. She ventures back to Peru to learn um, her roots and what her mother was doing there, finds out that she had some kind of incurable disease and that there was a bunch of research with spiders. And per with that dude giving the spider bite to the mom, it transferred the venom to the baby with healing properties. So she no longer has this debilitating disease and she's never born with it. She comes back to the U to America and she helps the three spider women fight off Ezekiel Sims. And she becomes Madam web. She takes a shot to the eyes, burns her eyes, becomes blind. And at the end, Oh, is that what happened? Cause my yeah. wife and I were like, how the fuck did she become blind? When all the stuff is falling from the sign into the river, she gets hit across the face with some of it and knocked out before she's saved. And I uh, that's started to, I think I started to not pay attention around that part. And uh, <laughs> my, my favorite part of the movie is the last five minutes when you get to see Madam Webb in her suit, like the one that's on screen here. You get to see her in her suit with the three Spider-Man women all dressed up in their costumes. And she kind of alludes to... Um, Peter Parker. Now that was just a brief, really bad synopsis, but you get the drift. You, you um, keep asking me to do them, and I'm not good. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, way back when, when this first trailer came out, there was a lot of rumors that, oh well, this was going to be, you know, the baby you see born in the trailer is Peter Parker, and that's his mother giving birth, and their job is to try and they're hopping through time. And having these premonitions to try and stop Ezekiel Sims from killing Peter Parker to save him, to make sure he becomes Spider-Man because he's destined to be the, the spider totem and, and all that. That is not what this movie is. 
not even close. It's um, less inspired than that. I'm going to let Lance give his review and opinions on this movie first. And then I'm going to go because from previous conversations, I think we differ a little bit. I'm not saying Lance said he liked this movie. He he made me sure that I, I made sure to preface that. He's not saying he likes the movie. <laughs> He's not necessarily yeah. saying he hated it either. Well, I didn't like it. Um, I did hate it, but there's movies that I hate more. <laughs> I think Morbius is worse. Um, but that's not saying a lot. Um, Morbius had the benefit. Uh, I think Jared Leto did the best that he could with the material. Um, nobody in this movie rises to the, um, to the, uh, performance that Jared Leto gave in Morbius, which is not saying a whole lot. Um, the three girls didn't bug me that much. The, the one on the skateboard bugged me a little bit because they paint her out to be like this trust fund girl. And she's an asshole the whole movie but it's not believable like she she's the one in the i think in the trailer they show cassie almost hitting her with the with the ambulance and then she turns around and flips cassie off yeah they show it in the movie no but in the trailer uh, like i'm just referencing yeah i'm not sure if people had seen it that hadn't seen the movie but i think that's in the trailer it's just not i don't know it's it's like they had this image of what a spoiled girl is supposed to be and it, it just didn't register with me um sydney sweeney i think does the best that she that she can i think that the best one of the three is anya what are you doing <laughs> just, just your face like blew up <laughs> yeah i'm bracing myself because if you think sydney sweeney was anything but awful in this i, I okay everybody was awful Everybody was, let me just preface it. Everybody was awful. Um, it kind of made me shocked that Adam Scott and Emma Roberts agreed to do this movie. Because I agree. They, and they were the best part. And I love Adam Scott and he couldn't even say this movie. And I love Emma Roberts and neither one of them could save this movie. Yeah. It, it surprises me because those are two very good actor actors and actresses or whatever you want to call. And First of all, they're barely in the movie. And second, I mean, Adam Scott a bit more than the other. But they have their choice of anything really they want to do. And they choose this. It just, it doesn't make sense to me why they chose to do it. But that's that's neither here nor there. Every line in this movie that's supposed to be um, this hard-hitting moment, like emotional moment, just feels so paper thin i guess is is like delivered with no emotion yeah i i equated to watching this movie i i said this is the madam webb set and tommy wiseau's the room universe <laughs> because yeah, that's about what the acting is and why didn't any of these actors speak this up spider and... guy is trying to kill you he is climbing on the walls yeah what are you girls doing we need to get out of here well and, do, and i'll never argue that dakota johnson it's a good actress. I'll never say that. Um, anything I've seen her in, even one of my favorite movies, Peter Butter, Peanut Butter Falcon, she's the weakest part of that movie. So it's 
so I, I didn't go in with a lot of promise. I thought it was going to be absolute dog shit. There was no way it could get any lower than what my preconceived notion of this movie was. And what I'm saying is that it did better than that because I walked in with so such terribly low expectations. I walked in with bigger expectations for Morbius. It's probably why I hated Morbius more. Um, but I just, Sony just needs to stop, man. The Sony Spider-Man universe thing, just let Marvel make the fucking movies. Let Marvel use these characters. Sign on as a co-producer. Fire fucking Amy Pascal. She is fucking awful. She doesn't know her head from her ass. She keeps making these movies. Venom sucked. Morbius sucked. Madam Web sucked. What's what? Is there another one? Yeah. Craven the Hunter is gonna suck. Craven the Hunter is gonna suck. Craven the Hunter, I think, has the potential to be the worst. Just I don't know. judging it's from the trailer. Be, this is a pretty low bar in Madam Web. So if Craven the Hunter is worse than this, whew. I don't understand why they just don't pull the Batgirl route and just say we're canceling it. It's well, going in a I vault. don't even like. I Take wouldn't your do loss. expectations that that this movie was going to be a turd, but I thought for sure it would be like these great actors trying to do the best they can with the turd of a script. They're trying to polish a turd, and that's not the case at all. The acting in this movie is awful. The best well, performances in the movie by far are from Emma Roberts and Adam Scott, but everyone else is emotionless. They deliver well, their lines emotionless. I don't think Sidney Sweeney's face changed at any point in the movie when she's being attacked to anything she's very calm cassie look out cassie here he comes cassie oh my god save me he's she's very like calm and just dumbed down about everything in this well movie. i might be blinded just because i love her so much that dude she was awful in this movie she was an aw she's awful in this movie okay i don't like i think people get blinded by her acting in euphoria because She's just having a lot of sex and her tits are everywhere, but she is an awful actress. Well, we, my she's wife, got, she I... got Kristen, Kristen Stewart, one face, even in that movie, that rom-com she just did, like her acting well, is awful. And Anna and I went one face. Anna and I went and saw anyone but you. And we both liked it a lot. she got one face, dude. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with that. I do when it comes to Madam Webb. But um, I don't agree with the. She always looks bored and disinterested. Well, that's kind of that. I feel like that's this fucking generation, dude. This movie. And let's not let's not get into that. But like the dialogue in this, Ben Parker and you know Cassandra Webb are EMTs, and he's like, I met someone. Ooh, who is she? Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, it must be getting pretty serious, huh? What you the fuck say, is her name? <laughs> yeah, you can't say, oh, her name is May. Her name is May Riley. Or whatever. It's not May Riley, but her name is May because Riley is um, uh, Peter's mother's maiden name. So can you explain to me, which doesn't make sense, Ben Parker is the brother in this movie ben of parker. richard parker who's married 
to marry Parker. Because Richard, you never see Richard Parker. He's, oh, he's in Beijing or he's off here somewhere else when they're doing the oh, baby that's shower. Right. That's right. Which, by the way, if Adam Scott's Ben Parker is getting really serious with this woman, wouldn't that woman be at the fucking baby shower? Right. And, so they have, the oh, and they have all the EMTs at the baby shower. And then there's this big fire at this like fireworks factory or something. So they have to go and they call everyone in and she has a premonition that her captain is going to die in the ambulance. And she doesn't, you would think that if you're going to be more frantic to stop him, she gives a half-ass attempt to stop him from getting into that ambulance where he dies. You're everything you're saying. I'm agreeing with. And no, I, I know, but I'm just <laughs> saying like the, the last five minutes of this movie where you see her in the suit when she's blind and all that stuff, those glasses are horrendous by the way. Eh, I can overlook them because they're, they're a lot more comic book accurate than other things. But I remember her having like round goggle things. Is that not, is that not an accurate memory? Um, what Madam wife having round goggle things. No, she kind of has like the, the point bandana across her face. I remember that, but there's, there's like cartoon versions of Cassie's version of Madam web that have goggles. Yes. Yes. But. This is, this is the, when I think of Madam web, this is the image that pops in my, in my head. It's the most recognizable image I can think yeah, of from the animated series and the, the comic book. Yeah. So she has the goggles in the animated series, but in the comic book, she had like the bandana and stuff. Yeah. I wish that her was face. bigger. Yeah. Th this is the other image I think of when I, when I think of Madam. Yeah. Web. Like the bandana. the bandana, but I don't remember those, those glasses. And now I can't see a picture of it. And explain to me this picture. Why the fuck doesn't she have the things over her eyes? Um, there was, I there was something about that. I can't I can't remember what it was and why they chose to go that route. But and it and so these three girls when when Cassie uh, comes into contact with them, right? The whole thing is eventually they're going to get spider powers. That's why Ezekiel Sims wants to kill them. Right. And they don't and, have them yet. And they don't have them, nor do they get them at the end of the movie. No, you just see the, the premonitions that where she's looking into the future. Don't you think the logical thing is at some point at the end of the movie, they get bit by spiders. Uh, not all spider powers are given through like. Yeah, but the though. only the only thing that's giving pow spider powers in this thing is the spiders. There's no yeah, but one of them get powers in some way or yeah, they should they they should however they get them they should have had their power set right. They they go investigate Ezekiel Ezekiel Sims at his apartment and the spiders there at the apartment. By yeah. the way, how does he get a spider to train and crawl around his fingers like that? <laughs> that it might just be part of the, the spider people. I don't know. A Spider-Man movie or a Spider-Verse movie, whatever you want to call this heap of shit universe that Sony's building, cannot exist without fucking Spider-Man. 
They can't. They've proven it time and time again. Four times now, they've proven it. Venom was shit. Venom 2 was shit. Morbius was shit. And this was shit. None of them have Spider-Man. They all need Spider-Man. The and only they tease him in this. He's born. Oh, they they're at the baby shower. Yeah, they're at the baby shower. Oh, let's play guess the baby's name. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. what? Premonition. Oh, I've been here before. This is deja vu. And then you see him being born at the end. And they don't even say the fucking kid's name. They don't even say his name. Well, to be fair, you didn't have your daughter's name for like two days. <laughs> well, so what? They they I'm had just, the name. I'm fucking they they allude to him having the name in the movie, where she's like, "Oh, well, we're gonna, we'll we'll figure that out. That'll come out when we play the game." No, it didn't. Uh, it didn't. No. Right. Um. Just Sony fucking. St I wish our show could reach the ears of the Sony's executives. They don't fucking care. stop. Stop. How many times? Do you have to be told by box office dollars and by critic reviews that your movies suck? At least Marvel, who's made a couple shitty movies recently, Marvel Studios I'm talking about now, at least they're getting money for them. At least they're making movies and people, they're still making money from the majority of them. They didn't from the Marvels, but they did from Ant-Man. They did from Thor. They're making money. There's enough reason there to continue making movies until they stop making money. Sony has not turned a profit on. They they turned a profit, I think, on the first two Venom movies. And that's it. Morbius sucked and got horrendous reviews. And now this is going to suck and get horrendous reviews. Just doesn't fucking make sense to me. Not to mention, it's probably still not going to make any money because on on it came out on the 14th, Valentine's Day, right? Mm -hmm. The same day that the Bob Marley movie came out, which Bob Marley movie is getting a ton better, more positive press than this movie is. Yeah. Why do they keep fucking making these movies? And then we have crate. I'm starting to get upset. <sighs> this, now yeah. they have Craven coming out. Which Craven is it coming out this year? I think so. I think it comes out at the end of the year. And mind you, these movies are coming out. I mean, Madam Web just came out and and Craven's coming out at the end of the year. They have zero competition in the comic book space. The only Marvel movie coming out this year is Deadpool. There's no DC movies coming out. Maybe Batman. Is Batman coming out this year? No. Okay. There's no DC movies coming out. Oh, Joker is. Uh, yes, but Joker's rated R, so it's not a PG thirteen movie. Rated so it's, it's so it, it's kind of a di in a different uh, space, I guess you could say. But they have zero competition, and still nobody's going to go see these fucking movies. And don't blame it on the audiences. It's not because interest in comic book movies have has waned. Okay, because if that's the case, Batman last year wouldn't have made the fucking billion dollars that it made. So the interest is still there. You are just delivering a subpar pro and this goes to Marvel Studios too. You're delivering a subpar product and we're fucking tired of it. Well, I think it's funny how Dakota Johnson's come out since this movie this movie has been getting awful reviews and she's like, "Oh, well, I thought I was going to be in a Marvel Studios MCU project and this uh, the the generational gap between me and my co-stars was 
horrendous and they made me want to drill you, a hole Dakota in my Johnson. head and like it, it just all the stuff to throw everybody else under the bus when she can't admit that her performance was awful well was and here's the drab. thing too you start talking about your co-stars in that way okay i don't care who they are more than likely other actors and actresses are not going to work want to work with you if that's going to be you made a shitty that's movie Catherine heigl yeah nobody wants to work with Catherine heigl i mean she fucking took Grey's Anatomy, which was this huge hit, and told them to basically go fuck themselves. So, but no one's going to want to work with you. Okay. Take ownership when you make a shitty movie. Jared Leto did. Jared Leto said, I probably could have done better with Joker. Right? No, Jared- he blamed, he blamed the, the studio too and said though i filmed a lot more stuff that got left on the cutting room floor to show that well I was that's a much better joker than well than that is and... an that is a what's the word i'm looking for that is that comment has weight to it right shitty performance no no i agree i agree like i don't think his performance was shitty i think the uh the the costume and the and the backstory and the and the writing was pretty bad for suicide squad but if you say hey i went in and i filmed 90 percent more scenes than what was shown to you in the movie they give you a better understanding of who this joker is and why he is the way that's you did the work he did the work and they opted not to use it that's outside of his control blaming your shitty performance on your co-stars okay who are in the same position as you are trying to save a sinking ship. Okay. I don't give a fuck how old they are. Sydney Sweeney is more of a recognized name than Dakota Johnson and has an Emmy winning TV show to which she is a prominent character in. She just had anyone but you, a rom-com that did very well in the theaters. Okay. Sydney Sweeney is becoming a household name and you're blaming your shit movie on Sydney Sweeney, not to mention Isabella Merced has had what three or four successful movies come out prior to this one in Dora the Explorer. Um, she had um, instant family. She had, um, there was other ones too. Didn't she have a really big movie on Netflix just recently? Um, she was in, Transformers, The Last King, The Last Night. She was in Sicario. Yeah, she's uh, in Sicario. She's in Instant Family, Door of the Explorer, Sweet Girl. Oh, and Let It Snow with Ed Helms and uh, Jennifer. Oh, no, no, not Let It Snow. She's she was in let, The Father of the Bride remake. So she's had, she's had a D for how young she is, because Door of the Explorer came out in um, 2019. And I want to say she is only 22 years old and she has how many movies come out? A lot, a lot. The only claim to fame that Dakota Johnson has is that she was on fucking at the, the five nights of gray or whatever the fuck it's called. Shades of gray. (laughs) The five nights of gray. (laughs) I was thinking five nights of Freddy. And I'm like, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, 
And she was in Peanut Butter Falcon, which was a fantastic movie, despite her. Would you agree with that? The Peanut Butter Falcon? Yeah. Despite her, she adds nothing to it. It would have been the same movie if it was just Shia LaBeouf and the and the other kid that was in it. Yeah. But I, I hate that. I absolutely hate when... So I... I I've played in in bands since I was 12 years old, right? And I've played with really good performers and I've played with not so good performers, right? And if we had a bad show, never in my wildest dreams would I say we had a bad show because the drummer fucked up. We had a bad show because the the engineer fucked up. We had a bad show because my guitar player fucked up or no we had a bad show because we fucked up that it's when you're in the creative process and this is just nepotism at its best because her father is Don Johnson and, and um, Melanie Griffith, I think are her parents. Okay. Very prominent actors. She is a Nepo baby. And when you say, Oh, this movie sucked because my co-stars were younger than me. You sound like a Nepo baby. I'm sorry that that comment pisses the fuck out of me, dude. And, and I don't care how much internet hate we get because I fucking mouthed off at Dakota Johnson, but she was she's the weakest part of this movie. I don't know. I think they're all pretty bad. I think Sydney Sweeney's pretty bad too. Yeah, this is I, definitely I think they're not a good showing for Sydney Sweeney. I think they're they're all bad, but. I think you can still scale the badness. <laughs> who was worse than who? Dakota Johnson's the worst. Then it comes down to um, the the trust fund kid. Um, I forget what her character's name was. Maddie Franklin. Yeah. Then Sydney Sweeney and then Isabella Merced, I think is how it ranks. Well, and then Adam Scott and Emma Roberts, which Emma Roberts is in 10 minutes of this whole movie, I think. The... The chick who plays Manny Sweeney, she's in a lot of movies too. She's in a good person uh, that came out last year. She was in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, she's is that her? Empire. Yeah, that's her. Well, Ghostbusters Afterlife, she's in, not in a lot of it. And I remember us reviewing Ghostbusters Afterlife, and we said her and Finn Wolfhard were the weakest parts of that movie. Well, she's in she's in Frozen Empire also. And and that's not a admonishment on her or her acting ability, right? It's just, you can tell that when they were filming this movie, I can see the behind the scenes in my head, right? You're filming this movie and you're not having fun. What do we see when they film an Avengers movie and they're showing behind the scenes or they're filming Spider-Man movies and they're showing behind the scenes, right? Mm -hmm. We see these people laughing and having fun with each other and en- enjoying the creative process with each other. That's the best part of making. That's why actors make movies, right? Is because of the creative process involved. You see these actors having fun. And when they have fun filming the movie, it shows on screen. That's why I think anyone but you was a good movie because those two at the end of the movie, it shows you behind the scenes and they're actually having fun filming that movie. And I think it shows. This movie, nobody had fun. And you can tell. Yeah, it just... 
it was, like I said, it's, it's bad. All the performances are bad. Some of them are worse than others, but they're all still just all around bad. I would rather watch Thor love and thunder than this movie. Oh, I would too. Um, just the, they should have kept the references to Peter Parker in there to, to even just have Ben Parker be like, oh, I met someone. Oh, who is she? Does she have a name? Yeah. No. Well, it needs connective tissue to the source material. And, it and has then they apparently tissue. got the device that the last season of the Game of Thrones used where you could be on the other side of the world and in the blink of an eye, you're back in the country because she's in Peru. And then the next scene, she's coming back after yep. Peter Parker's being born or, you know, after Mary Parker goes into labor, she's back. You know, apparently yeah. Richard Parker couldn't get that teleporter so he could be home for the birth of his child. But, you know, <laughs> she got it to where she can be back. And then that whole scene at the end where she finally, you know, gets her powers and she's splitting herself off into different places to save the girl. Yeah, the fuck was that? And then the bad guy doesn't get defeated by any of the spider women. He gets beat by a Pepsi sign. Pepsi yep. sign. Yep. Not even a Coke sign. A Pepsi sign. And this movie was very heavy with Pepsi product placement. Code Red Mountain Dew. The actual can of Pepsi she's given. Held up just like reminds me of fucking Wayne's World where they're doing the, the product placement where he's like, it's a taste of a new generation. And he's got the Pepsi can. Like, clear as day Pepsi placement product placement oh yeah that wayne's world they did that as a as a joke though i think no, i know it's a hut placement in there and yeah, yeah i know but and then he gets beat by a pepsi sign the same pepsi sign which takes her vision which and apparently paralyzes her which interesting interestingly enough is how i feel when i drink a pepsi that that is going to take your vision <laughs> yes says the guy who's drinking a pepsi product Oh, Mountain Dew. No, I mean Pepsi in general. Pepsi. Not the Pepsi company, because Mountain Dew, Baja Blast right here, buddy. This stuff is liquid gold. But, no, Pepsi tastes like shit. <laughs> um, yeah, the only right answer when you're at a restaurant, when you ask for a Coke and they say, is Pepsi okay, is no. I don't mind Pepsi. Uh, I think a Pepsi can be refreshing at times. Uh, no, it but, tastes like fucking. You know, it's just the product placement and the fact that this big bad guy's only motivation is to to stop them from killing her or from them from killing him. Which don't you think? So, in the end of the movie, she meets the spider people in Peru, right? And he says, "Well, he stole the spider, so his life is cursed." Right. Okay. Don't you think he would know that? And wouldn't it just be easier to return the spider than try to kill three teenage girls? Right. Why do you still need the pot, the spider? You have the powers. Why do you still need the spider? Give the spider back. And then all is forgiven. And then this movie doesn't need to be made. And Sony can go fuck themselves. Yeah, it's... Dude, like I said, there's just no... like, There's so many like stupid one-liners in this. Where, you know. Oh, are you guys she, immediate family? Yes, these three are mine. Fuck that, you, Dakota then, Johnson. When she has the vision, the vision of the uh, mic, where she's getting the popcorn in the microwave and the glass breaks and the pigeon hits the window, 
And then she opens the windows. Oh, I guess it didn't die this time. No, she says, this isn't going to work. And she like drops her shoulders down. Yeah. It like, but, but then she opens the window and the pigeon flies in and she's like, I guess he didn't die this time. Oh, did she say that? Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. That's not like, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Fucking Tommy Wiseau's The Room presents Madam Web is what it is what this movie gives you it, it, as far as it makes goes. me it makes me think like does she have the script and that's one of the things in parentheses that she's supposed to be thinking but not saying mm-hmm. and she, she anyway. took that as a as a speaking line like sydney walks through door sydney grabs a plate sydney opens a refrigerator sydney gets a burrito from the freezer Sydney yeah. puts the burrito in the microwave. And Dude, even when Sydney rip- Sweeney is screaming, she's trying to abduct us. There's no emotion. This woman's trying to abduct us. This woman's trying to abduct us. Where, where's the emotion? Yep. There, Dude, it just... Oh, my God. It's not good. It's not good. Not good. I saw a reviewer of this say i would rather watch a dog take a shit and then sit there and watch that dog shit dry till it becomes white dog shit Uh than ever have to watch madam webb again and you know what's a shame you know what's absolute shame about this is that most people that do these podcasts like you and i are doing are men and i have not seen anybody say anything good about this movie yet and because we're men we're going to be told that we didn't like this movie because it was a movie about women. Nah, and but that won't fly because one one of the biggest, um, but that's what Brie Larson does. Reviewers on YouTube is a web as a woman. I'm trying to think of her. I'm trying to find her account to think of her name. But you know that that argument's going to come up. Oh, the movie failed because yeah, she does beyond the trailer. I can't think of her name, but um, she is one of the the biggest YouTube reviewers, movie reviewers. I'm trying to think of her. I can't think of her name right now. Well, the fact of the matter is that the but the, she does the, the prominent. Be, you can look her up. She does the beyond the. It's called Beyond the Trailer. Um, uh, Gr- uh, Grace Randolph is her name. She shit on this movie. Shit Good. on this movie. Good. We need we need support from from some of these women because when we all came out and said Captain Marvel was shit, okay. Every man said Captain Marvel is shit except for for uh, this guy over over here. <laughs> Initial reaction, Matt over here. <laughs> what? You said Captain Marvel was good and changed your opinion yeah. like three days later. <laughs> yeah. I did. But uh, I'll own we it. all said Captain Marvel was shit. We all said the Marvels was shit. And it was because we don't like movies that feature strong female lead characters, which is fucking bullshit because Wonder Woman was awesome. Not Wonder Woman 1984, but Wonder Woman was awesome. Okay. And I'm just tired of the excuses that if a man doesn't like a movie that a woman is in, Barbie being a prime example, 
if a man doesn't like a movie that a that a woman is, any man that came out and said that they didn't like the Barbie movie, it was instantly hated a woman hate or labeled a woman hater, which is couldn't be further from the truth. It just didn't resonate with some people. Yeah. You're instantly a woman hater if you don't like these movies, which no, that couldn't be further from the case because we are so in love with these characters from the pages that we've read of them in the books. Okay. One of my favorite characters from Marvel Comics is She-Hulk. That show sucked. And it devastated me that that show sucked. Okay? And I love the Fantastic Four, and Sue Storm is fucking awesome. And if it sucks, it's going to devastate me. If they just made, if they just stuck with the source material and they got writers in there that actually gave a shit about the source material and actually cared, and actors and actresses that actually care about the source material, right? Tom Holland being a prime example, okay? Tom Holland himself, before he was even cast as Spider-Man, labeled him the world's biggest Spider-Man fan, has pictures of him at four years old dressed in Spider-Man costumes for Halloween. He loved Spider-Man and then gets cast as Spider-Man. And you can tell he enjoys it because there's a love for the character. Dakota Johnson didn't even know what company she was fucking working for. Yeah. It pisses me off, dude. It pisses me off that they see these characters that we grew up loving as nothing more than money makers, and that we'll go see whatever bullshit piece of shit movie they create. We'll go see it. Did it work for the Marvels? Nope. No. Is it going to work for this movie? No. Did it work for Morbius? No. In fact, Sony got trolled so bad from Morbius that they re-released it and nobody saw it the second time. Right. Make good movies and people will go. It pisses me off, dude. It pisses me off that these are the people that are in charge. And the dude, Zaslav from, from um, Warner Brothers and whoever the fuck's running Sony and all these people can go fuck themselves. Chapek, who, who was in charge of Disney, really much. Can, can go fuck themselves because they think that we are fucking chumps. That's what that when you come out with a shitty movie based on a beloved character and you and you didn't put the passion in it that's supposed to be there, the same passion that we have for these characters, you are th you are telling me that you think I'm a chump. And I'm going to like it just because it's big and flashy and has bright lights. Fuck you. Fuck you and your mother. Jesus. Leave the mothers out of it, sir. <laughs> Leave the mothers out of this. But yeah, it's... I may be harsh, but that comment with that you said, Dakota Johnson, blaming it on her younger co-stars, you're the lead actress Dude, in this When she movie. went on her press tour for this movie, she just seemed disinterested. She was pretty much like, oh yeah, I don't even know if this movie's any good. Like, it's just... I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's like, it was pretty much like Sony was like, ah, oh, fuck. We spent money to make this goddamn movie. We need to recoup something here, so we're putting it out. Fuck it. We're going. But and just go the Warner Brothers route. 
Yeah. Cancel the movie and take the insurance money. Well, Warner Brothers kind of had the buyout, so they had the could write a lot of it off, but no such. Well, what happened? What happened to the whole thing about Apple or Amazon trying to buy Sony? Because I think kind of I think that writers needs to happen. And actors strike. That needs to happen, dude. Someone needs to come in and just buy Sony. Let Marvel have Spider-Man back. But Sony does Mar- a lot of good. Warner Brothers does a lot of good. Like Warner Brothers is the company that produces Ted Lasso. They shoot Ted Lasso. So they're good. Sony. Yeah, but know, that was made before. Studio, but that was made before Discovery. It's not. So, I don't blame. I don't want to blame Sony the studio. I blame the writers. I blame the well, writers. Well, I blame Amy Pascal. I blame the people that are in charge of that, of hiring the writers for not knowing the source material, not knowing anything about these characters, not taking the time to flesh these characters out, just throwing you in this universe. It was very, it's very obvious this movie had been edited, re-edited, and re-edited, and re-edited again because it's just a jumbled hodgepodge of nonsense. Yep. And it sucks like yep they they are trying to build like you've said till you're blue in the face they're trying to build this universe without a spider-man and it's just not working it's like trying to put up a tent and you're missing your main tent pole you can't do it which is a shame because they came out with those spider-verse cartoons they're phenomenal that's some of the best Spider-Man stuff I have ever seen. Dude, Sony came out with an amazing story for the Spider-Man 2 game and the Spider-Man 1 and the Miles Morales game. Get them on there to write this shit. Get that video game, the people who write the video game script on this because they clearly know what they're doing. Well, because that came from people that like the source material. But yeah, well. but there's there's something we can't ignore the fact that everything we just mentioned that was good has Spider-Man in it. Right. And the four movies that we believe to be bad have no mention of Spider-Man. Madam Web being the closest mention of Spider-Man that we've ever had. Mm -hmm. I mean, Sony doesn't even understand their own movies, which is evidence, which is made uh, clear by the ending of Morbius with, um, Matthew Keaton coming in. Michael Everybody, Keaton. Michael, what did I say? Matthew, Matthew. Keaton. Mike, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton coming in. Everybody's scratching their heads like, what the fuck is this? What is, yeah. what? Like, this makes absolutely no sense. They don't even understand their own fucking movies. Well, it, it, they, I think they know to a point that Spider-Man be, needs to be in it to the fact where they reference him. Where, you know, they reference him in Venom 2 when he's on the TV. And they reference him in uh, in Morbius when he's on the murderer poster. And, you know, they reference him in this movie by his uncle and mother being in this movie and him being born in this movie. So they know he needs to be there, but he's there without being there. He's kind of like an afterthought character. In this. Yeah. Like remember the... how remember how excited we were with Morbius when we saw the trailer and they showed that picture in there? Yeah. We we're like, oh, Spider-Man's actually going to be in this somewhat Mm -hmm. it was just a fucking poster i don't know i could sit here and beat this movie till we're blue in the face and i don't want to do that 
final thoughts. What's your score on Adam Webb? What I give Morbius? <laughs> I think I gave Morbius an F, so I'll give this one a D minus. This gets an F plus for me. Yeah, we're close. I'd rather watch Morbius in this fucking movie. I need. I think maybe I should sit down and watch Morbius again because everybody's been saying that this is worse. But I've been thinking that that might be recency bias because uh, Morbius came out, what, last year? No, Morbius like, came out two uh, years ago. I want to say like 2022. Was it two years ago? So well, it was yeah, such... Morbius came out the year Logan was born, so it was 2022. So it it was it was a couple of years ago, and I, I'm wondering if maybe people don't remember how bad Morbius is, or maybe it's me that doesn't remember how bad Morbius was, but I don't remember being this angry. Yeah, Morbius was just Morbius was more bad because creative direction they went with it. Like it wasn't so bad with what Jared Leto did. It was a lot of the like CGI and the creative and the writing and direction of it. This movie just all around is bad. It's just all around bad. I, I feel like Jared Leto actually gave a shit about what he was doing in that movie. Yeah. I, I think remember that the much fact that once Dakota Johnson learned that she would, she, her agent, she even, I think she even fired her agent. I think when she found out this wasn't an MCU movie, she fired her agent. Really? I believe so. And so I just think that she went into this movie, when she found out that this was a Sony product, she went into this movie not giving two fucks. Okay, here's a report. Madam Webster reportedly furious with new movie drops talent agency in protest. Yeah. This is January 30th. Things aren't looking too good for Sony's next foray into the Marvel Universe, as a new report suggests that its lead actress, Dakota Johnson, is unhappy with audience's reaction to the film, with some speculating that she went as far as to jump ship to a new talent agency as a result. Well, newsflash, Dakota Johnson, you have no talent. So um, it's no secret that Sony's Spider-Man Universe SSU doesn't exactly have the best track record of delivering box office hits with Venom and especially Jared Leto's Morbius generally falling flat with audiences. But here's the problem. Venom actually made money and Venom too. Yeah. They made Not money. a lot, but. So they're going to keep making these movies unless we speak with our wallets. Well, Venom 3 is coming, so we'll see how Um. So uh, still Sony's corner of the Marvel Universe has proven to be successful time and time again with the Tom Holland Spider-Man No Way Home acting as a connective tissue between the days of Spider-Man past and present. Now, Sony is seemingly doubling down on its efforts to expand the SSU via Madam Web, which arrives in theaters next month. Uh, let me see. At, ahead of its release, however, the web-slinging team-up flick appears to have come under fire from its lead actress. Uh, variety per variety, some of the actress's recent actions have raised industry eyebrows as, after she abrupt, abruptly dropped her management WME in favor of CAA just days after the first trailer for Madam Web dropped, suggesting that she wasn't too happy with the less than positive reception of the film. And this is from um, InsideTheMagic.net. That's interesting. I didn't know that she fired her talent agency but i tell you what 
her new talent agency needs to tell her she needs to quit talking shit about her co-stars. Yeah, well. Them's the breaks. But. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, let us know in the comment section below if you saw Madam Webb and what you thought about it. And if we were spot on, if we were off base, let us just let us know your opinion in the comment section below. It's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna acknowledge good. that I may have been a little too harsh with some of my criticism, so I apologize. <laughs> well, it is what it is. It wasn't a great movie, and I've had about five messages since we've been doing this from people that went and saw it that were like, "Holy shit, this movie was hot garbage." I think Morbius was better. Um, <laughs> I'd rather watch a recording of a relative's colonoscopy than ever watch this trash again. Wow. Yeah, so it's not great. You look on YouTube, every review is like, this movie's terrible. This movie's awful. Um, don't go watch this movie. And yeah, it's not great. I would say if you're interested in it, wait till it comes on VOD, wait till it comes you know, on streaming, it'll be there soon. It'll probably be there in the next three weeks because I can tell you when I went today, there was 10 people in my theater. And did you hear great. this? Did you hear this comment there that she used to describe the movie? No. Like if AI generated your boyfriend's perfect movie is what she is called it, it. Is that what it is? Yeah, this was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, she took a jab at the movie during her latest hosting gig at Saturday Night Live, describing it as it as like if AI generated your boyfriend's perfect movie. Right. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. You say so. Sony just needs to give it back to Marvel. At this point, uh, I would have to agree. But... And don't release Craven. They will, though. Unfortunately. But, uh, again, let us know in the comment section below if you saw Morbius, if you liked it, didn't like it, if you thought we were off base, or if you thought we were spot on. We appreciate all your comments and uh, consideration. And for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. And I am in a very angry, angry Lance tonight. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>